Hi, and welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast. My name's Chris, and it's fantastic to have you back with us for another podcast video. And I'm joined by none other than JB. How are you, JB? What's going on, everybody? Nice, lovely day here. Yet again, as always, no complaints. All good here. Nothing new to report, really. It's just another standard day here for me. Carried on a little bit more studying. You know, we've done a little bit, a little bit here in the background. Quite happy with everything that's going on. More still to come. So yeah, continue to continue to improve myself so far. How are you, Chris? Yeah, I'm good. It's been uh, another long day, and uh, I've got the dreaded Wednesday where basically Nick uh, has a day off, and um, that's a joke, by the way. Um, he has his day off, and uh, the market goes to shit. And it's uh, little old me there in the, the Discord. Fortunately, as we can see for this week's events, there's nothing <laughs> too major that's going to affect the market. So we can let Nick have at least one Wednesday off. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, but yeah, all good. Um, loads going on. We uh, will be releasing our newsletter soon. And um, yeah, we're going to have the, the website up and running, hopefully, uh, today when this goes out, which would be fantastic. Um, outside of that, yeah, it's just been uh, full on, lots going on, and uh, the you know the usual crypto stuff. Nick's AI trade ideas bot is uh, doing fantastically well in the Discord. Obviously, still in beta, but yeah, it's been it's been fantastic. Um, do give us a follow if you enjoy the content. Um, mash up that like button. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. Tap in that bell, selecting all the notifications, so you never miss a video. But let's sort of get into some some crypto news. JB, what do you want to sort of kick us off with? If we're starting off with crypto here, I think it'd be wrong not to start off with Grayscale. Obviously, we're seeing a lot of a lot more coming out about Grayscale, which you know we knew was on the horizon. We knew this was likely to happen. And you know, it's what, what do you want to call this? An argument, let's say a public argument, a public a publicly displayed letter between Cameron Winkleboss of Gemini, hey, Genesis, sorry, and Barry Silbert of the DCG. So yeah, there's quite a lot going back and forward here publicly as well, which, you know, I like to see that. I think that's a good sign. Whether it's both of them trying to make themselves look better in the public eye, who knows? We'll find out more as, you know, time comes on. But yeah, um, very interesting read. I think we should possibly attach the link to the tweet in the comments below, in the description below, sorry, there is a, obviously they say that it's a publicly pinned letter from Cameron Winklevoss, which I do urge quite a lot of people to go and have a read. Um, yeah, would you like to touch a little bit on the, the letter here, Chris? Pick, up, pick out a few little things from it? Yeah, I think pick out a few bits would be cool. What what stands out the, the most to you? Well, obviously we're seeing, we're seeing the number here. The numbers here that the, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust owns 653,633 bitcoins. Um, what else is quite outstanding here? The group's current problem stems from its Genesis subsidiary, which reportedly owes the crypto platform Gemini $900 billion. Now, this isn't new. This is something we have covered a lot here. But what is quite new here is the Cameron Winklevoss, basically the Winklevoss twins, who are the co-founders of Gemini, they claim that DCG owns Genesis $1.675 billion, of which around $900 million is owed to Gemini Earn 
and it's 340,000 users. Now, this is obviously the key part of this that we're going to get into here, the letter that Cameron Vigovos has penned publicly to Barry Silbert. But this is obviously out there. It's actually on Twitter. It's there for everybody to read. And I do urge everyone to go and read it. One thing I will pick up off the letter is how many times that allegedly the Vinklevoss twins have tried to contact Barry Silbert and the DCG explaining the situation. They want the resolution, allegedly. I'm going to constantly say allegedly here because who can you really trust these days on the internet? It's, it would be the same as, to right now for me, it would be the same as Sam Bankman-Fried publicly penning a letter saying the same kind of thing. But throughout the letter, he's pleading to him in a, in a sense that it's the, the of the 340,000 um, earn users, they're not just numbers on a spreadsheet, they're real, they're real people. A single mum who lent her son's education money to you, a father who lent his son's bar mitzvah money, our mitzvah money to you, a husband and wife who lent their life savings to you, a school teacher who lent his children's college funds to you. Goes on and on and on. Obviously, we can get the premise of um, what it is he's trying to say here. But allegedly, for the past six weeks, they have done everything they can to contact DCG and t to receive their money. And then, obviously, for the purpose of the likes of Spotify here, that was air quotes. Everything they can. Come on. They've not done everything they can. We know they can do more. But rolling on for everything here, I do urge, again, everybody to read this letter because it is very um, eye-opening to read, let's say that. Yeah. And then off the back of it, also here on Twitter, Barry Silbert has since responded to Cameron Vinklevoss. Again, you'll be able to read through that as well. I think it, it, it's, I, it's public profanity, let's put it to that. Yeah, I agree. I think it's very interesting... Uh, the fact that it's been done in sort of the the, the public eye, which I, I kind of feel is more pressure being sort of uh, pushed towards certain individuals to to make a you know make a public statement as well and and get the resolution. Maybe they have attempted to to try many different ways to sort of uh, position conversations, and it just hasn't worked out. Uh, and I you know I've kind of been saying that it has been far too quiet, right? And um, you know that makes me more nervous if you kind of consider how public everything was and uh how much information was coming out from the whole ftx scenario um the celsius the voyager uh it was a completely different level to to what we've seen with gemini genesis and and grayscale so uh yeah that did make me feel a little bit uneasy and uh i think we're we're going to see something really interesting sort of unfold over the the, the coming weeks here with these uh, particular companies because something quite isn't quite right uh, in, in my eyes and uh, I can sense it. Just to simplify this, right? They, they keep stressing, sorry, the Vinklevoss twins keep stressing here they've done everything they can to get Barry Silbert and Cole to sit in a room with them, sort things out. If you've done everything you can, it would have happened. It's not hard. This is business at the end of the day. Everybody wants a solution. We know what the solution well, I'd like to think we know what the solution is. It's not overly hard. Have they really done everything they can to resolve this situation? At the end of the day, I think this boils down to greed. This person wants money. That person wants money. They don't want to pass money about. It's the worst thing in the world to me is money because so much bad things generate from money. Obviously, it's one of the best things in the world because we all have to have it. 
So fundamentally, this all boils down to greed. Who doesn't want to lose out here? And it's for me, it's going to be a very nasty ending. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And uh, our, our segue is into to the SCC. And uh, I guess the the spin doctors uh, trying to hide the crypto regulation disaster. And we, we've seen this uh, a, a lot. And um, yeah, look, I kind of feel that they've really let down uh, investors. And I say this based on their actual mission statement. And I've said this a few times, you know, we talk about Genesis, we talk about Gemini, we talk about Grayscale. And we kind of feel that, you know, a lot of this stuff, you know, probably wouldn't be in, yeah, well, I don't think we'd be in this situation if like the regulation was there, like uh, measures were put in place rather than going down through this, um, this, uh, how can I explain it? This, um, I, I guess, regulation for enforcement sort of route that they've gone down um, and actually stick within you know the framework of their their mission statement i think you know in order to do that you have to you have to manage the the sector differently i think you know you have to um give clarity when clarity is due and you know you just have to look at the ripple case um you know and everything that's happened there jay clayton obviously dropping the well i say dropping but you know starting off kicking off the 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 you know the lawsuit i guess with uh ripple um and then leaving the very next day uh and you know he's handed over the the gauntlet to to gary gensler who has dropped the ball on ftx massively seems to have a you know what i believe to be you know a potential hidden agenda here like you know speculation don't get me wrong but you know towards binance you know how can you um be somebody that didn't seem to have a problem with FTX being able to to buy out Voyager. You know, what due diligence was done there? You were quite happy for FTX to absorb um, you know, the the assets for Voyager. But now Binance um tries to you've got an issue with that. And um yeah, I just think it's an absolute shit show. Um and you see articles being written on it that they're trying to obviously spin things in a very, very different narrative. What's your take? We do the, the article in particular, I would like to obviously point you to if you want to look into it. It is on Forbes website. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. Now, first of all, I'll start off with here. What a wonderful succession of chairmen we've had here, Mr. Jay Clayton and obviously Mr. Gary Gensler. I mean, do we need to say more on this? You you all know. Fine and well, our opinion on Gary Gensler. I don't feel Jay Clayton is much better. I like his name, that's about it. But yeah, wonderful succession of chairmen and neither have done this space wonders. We've called this before on the previous podcast that was on. Call these guys out, tell us what you've done in this space to help us. But it, obviously Forbes, they're covering on here. And they say that any party which dares to challenge the SEC needs financial reserves, superstar lawyers, and years of patience for litigation to play out in court. We're seeing that going on right now with Ripple. Ripple obviously didn't necessarily challenge the SEC, but, you know, we know, we know what's going on there. So, are we living in a world right now that everything is a security, bar Bitcoin? We're not. 
the SEC is not helping it, the case here. They're not settling the fears that we have right now in the space that everything may face a potential lawsuit in the future. So, again, it leads back to what Chris said about their mission statement here. They're not living up to their mission, mission statement by protecting us and basically clearing the, the way for us to invest safely in this market and giving us clarity on what we can and what we can't, what they're going to uh, impose sanctions on. It's just every, every, every day we turn here, it just feels like the SEC is inadvertently failing us more and more, I feel. That's my personal take on it. Yeah, I mean, like, let's just go back to Jay Clayton and and his sort of reign over the SEC, um, you know, as a as a leader, supposed to be a leader, powerful leader of the SEC, um, you know, drop like basically having the, the lawsuit against Ripple seems very, very odd because, you know, it, they're claiming that it's a security, right? So you would have expected Ripple to have been... I don't know, uh, told to stop selling XRP, um, you know, some official warnings or something uh, in the lead up to, to the case. I could understand there being a lawsuit if Ripple had been told by the SEC, bear in mind Ripple had been asking for clarity, right? You know, if they had received official warnings and continued to sell XRP, then yeah, fill your boots, have a lawsuit. But that never happened, and this is this is what I mean. This is, um, you know, what I guess it would have been better to have gone down the official route. You know, giving like warnings. If they don't adhere to it, then you know, you could you could make those warnings public. In essence, you know, we see it with the the UK regulators. You know, you can uh, you know they they, they flag uh, Binance, for example. You know, they're not a regulated crypto exchange in the UK. Why are the SEC not saying, you know, Ripple is classed as a security um, and we've told Ripple to to stop? They've had some official warnings, but, you know, they, they should not be selling it. This is a security. Um, none of that happened. That's how you protect retail investors and investors alike. You know, just going down this enforcement route has just caused more pain Uh and and negative impact on on investors like in, in my opinion um and you're right you know does it mean that everything is a, a security moving forward apart from uh bitcoin and and uh ethereum and uh you could argue that ethereum is a security really in the respect that their foundation needs to keep selling off uh eth near the peaks of bull runs in order to continue work in order to to build out the ecosystem it's not like it's just um you know running itself it's it's still being you know done just because it's got a foundation it's just a another loophole that's being utilized so it's one of those i just think the the sec have, have really just let everybody down and um you know they're as much to blame as the fraudsters themselves because they haven't got a framework in place that protects, uh, you know, investors. They just haven't. I mean, what's kind of key to point out here is that SEC want every single crypto asset to register with the SEC for it to be treated like a stock. That would then make this, what? Yeah. A regulated space. Yeah, and I think I think if they were to to, to do something along those lines... But like have proper audits, you know, have firms for crypto that are there to audit 
and unless you have audits and proper audits not like these fake audits where <laughs> you know jb audits chris and chris just says right here's a slip of paper this is what this is the amount of money in my bank not once does um you know jb see my bank statement to to back that up he just looks at the piece of paper and says yeah chris has got four hundred thousand pounds in his bank or dollars in his bank um you know that's not an audit you need to be able to to look at the actual bank details themselves to verify that that's what i have not just what i say i have and this is what we've kind of seen with a lot of the exchanges you know um and lending platforms they're not real audits they're not like one of the top four audit companies or top five audit companies you know that are going in and and verifying the 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 details right the the collateral the you know liquid assets and that side of things and i think we need to see the the full picture if you you know you want to be i think it'd be fascinating to see this happen could you imagine seeing the outcome a public outcome to show us what they found in order of certain companies i think it would just be fascinating to be able to see this yeah but you know what what better way than to to have proper audits on these companies and have that you know public to to an extent you know it doesn't necessarily have to say how much they've got but you could have a classification like a plus being like you know what they've got more assets than you know they they need you know what i mean it, it just needs to be something along those lines and yeah. oh shit this one's a d i should probably stay away from this exchange and they're just done quarterly or something but off the um, back of that they also could do right this is a d and this is let's let's just say binance is the first one came to my head here one of their categories were a d but this is what we're going to do next to improve yeah and this is how this is our roadmap let's call it that this is what we're going to do next this is how we can make it better for everybody yeah. this is why you should come and invest with us this is what we have done this is what everyone the audit has found and this is what's going to happen next how how much better would that be for the space i would love to see that happen yeah and i think you know that way you've got proper regulation you've probably proper frameworks in order to 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 keep you know investors safe but at the moment the sec they're not their plan their mission statement is not factually accurate based on what we're actually seeing action wise and i always say this actions speak louder than words you know anybody can say you know oh you know i'm gonna do this but not do it but say you know i wanted to do it you know but you didn't did you and so you're not actually like you know following uh what you what you're saying in your mission statement is kind of my poorly articulated uh way of putting it oh, I, think, um, I think i think you've done that one there so that was perfectly fine well we all know what you mean we see you guys on twitch every day we know you know how i just things. i just think it's just mad it really is um talk whilst, about madness yeah nepal Mm. They have now ordered their telecommunication authorities to block internet service providers for any crypto-related activity in Nepal. So it's obviously not the first we've seen done this, but it is another. What do you what what do you make of all this? I really don't get it. Like, yeah, it just doesn't make much sense to me. I I am like really just lost for words i mean look first of all it, first of all though right it's not going to stop anybody doing it no we know how we do it very simple anyone i'm not going to say anyone that is the wrong thing to say not anyone can set up a vpn but 
I'd like to think 90% of people using computers can set up a VPN and they'll be able to use it. So we've seen the likes of China, Algeria, Bangladesh, Egypt, Iraq, Morocco, Qatar, Tunisia. The list goes on. They've all done this. They don't want countries, they, they, they don't want their civilians trading crypto in the country. So what do they do? VPN, Surfshark, whatever. Push yourself, get a VPN, and they can trade. Doesn't work. But why don't they want you to trade crypto in their country? Very simple. They don't get a cut. Yeah. That's my take on it. Yeah, I just think that it's absolutely bonkers. Um, has... if, they want, if, they want, if they want a cut of this, regulate it. It all comes back to, for me, it all comes back to regulations. I see no other reason why they don't want you to trade because it, trade in their countries, for me, it's they're not getting a cut of what you're trading. I think it all comes down to that, which again, this is kind of all coming back to greed again. I may be totally wrong and off here with this, and if I am... You know, I do take it all back, but I just feel that it comes down to they don't want to do, they don't want you to be doing this because they're not getting a cut of the action. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I'm going to say it as I see it. <laughs> and I'm going to pose the question to the audience. How long do you think it'll be before they do a U-turn? Because, like, let's be honest, right? We've kind of said this is the next iteration of the internet. It's the next iteration of payments and uh, everything will be tokenized, right? We've said this. I just think that there'll be a reversal. A year, two years, three years maybe. But I think that this will just be reversed. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, as, as much so as the next article that I wanted to talk about. Banks are fleeing crypto i mean what a headline bitcoin investors you know what jb they should be worried so worried so worried what are they worried like i i actually had to take a double look at the date on this one to see whether it was from like 2018 or something <laughs> um but no 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 it's january 9th 2023 and we're still seeing bullshit articles like this um just yeah beyond me banks are not fleeing crypto like they're embracing it um just in a different form uh to, to what is being articulated here then the rails are being you know built the the cbdc wallets you know are going to be linked to crypto projects and other stable coins uh and crypto is going to flourish um metropolitan um whilst a uh, tiny at 637 million market cap you know has decided that they want want to flee crypto um bonkers bonkers i like it yeah so we've seen all around the world right now all these countries with their major banks are talking about cbdc's yet here we are <laughs> here we are being told that banks are fleeing crypto so one thing I'll bring us back to is again to yourself and Nick in the morning when you're told that crypto's bad, crypto's wrong, don't invest in crypto. That's when to invest in crypto. That's my take on it. You may be different. I don't know. Let us know. But when I get told don't buy crypto, when I buy crypto. It's a, it's a big sign that, you know, like something's not quite right. They might be tiny because of that mindset. <laughs> 
<laughs> possibly um but i did want to come on to to fraud because i do talk about punishment not always fitting the crime ex coinbase manager's brother gets 10 months in crypto fraud um so this one's interesting one right so product manager was sentenced uh tuesday to 10 months for his role in a scheme to trade on confidential information about when cryptocurrency exchange coinbase was going to list new tokens um he pleaded guilty um and basically uh i guess they made more than one million dollars uh on trades so does 10 months fit the crime so like jb if i told you you know what like you you work for coinbase and you know there's going to be pumps for all these coins when they get listed and you i can give you that information and you can trade on it and you make millions of dollars maybe let's say you made five million dollars because you did five trades is 10 months is 10 months going to put you off in jail no <laughs> is it fuck i could survive i could survive 10 months in jail for five million dollars hell yeah yeah you exactly five right dollars i'll do 10 months yeah. it's fine yeah well where is it it's on my um it's on my uh my ledger hardware wallet uh which fell out of the boat when i was fishing <laughs> um like yeah you, know, you know you ain't getting that back right i just think yeah the punishments have just got to be far more severe to to put people off i just think it's it's crazy um i saw this, another article this isn't um, the first time we've seen this though you know there was a no. web back there i'm sitting back in my brain when you were talking there the, there was a chart we were looking at with nick cages ago on I'm sure it was on an ama or it may have been a morning video it may have even been when we weren't a part of twitch yet anyway there was clear patterns in the chart that it was you know insider trading insider trading went up came back down and it formed the same pattern if somebody can remember what it says please let me know because i would like to go back and take a snippet of it but there's clear patterns emerging here of insider trading and they're only getting 10 months for it it's scandalous yeah it really is absolutely bonkers um but i have seen a, an interesting article poor bitcoin market liquidity keeps whales at bay are the whales not buying just because there's low liquidity which basically what the article is saying is uh it, imp it it increases or decreases the price of bitcoin significantly if you put big orders in is this the reason they don't want to move the price up they don't want to move the price down is that what is putting people off whales big big players off getting into crypto it's an interesting take what's your thoughts well, well so this came direct from coindesk yeah. Low liquidity means large buys, eh, large buy and sell orders can significantly affect Bitcoin's price. Very obvious. You know, it's yeah. evident. We know that. Somebody puts 10,000 Bitcoin back on the market, it's going to move the needle. Something's going to happen. Same with happen. Somebody takes 10,000 off the market. If anyone is unclear as to what we're talking about, this is not us pumping crypt cheeky crypto or the morning Twitch stream, but go on there. And just spend half an hour, 15 minutes, listening to what Chris tells you about the whale wallets. Understand everything that, you know, that he's put together here to show you the movement that whales um, are doing in the wallets. Where they're buying, where they're selling, where the retail comes into it. Really 
you know, get your head around everything that's going on there. But back to obviously what you're saying, poor Bitcoin market liquidity keeps crypto whales at bay. It's just not time for them, is it? It's just yeah, not time. It's not cheap enough. It's not cheap enough. Uh, I think that they will um, and, and have been moving the market significantly in the way that they want it to move. And I think that's going to be uh, something that continues to happen. I think that, you know, you only have to research through Google, um, you know, some of the the, the case studies of the, uh, and experiments that have been done to find out how much money is required to move the price of Bitcoin. There's only one reason why somebody would work that out. And that is because they want to work yeah, they want they want to move the price in in certain directions. They want to know how much it's going to cost them to do it. Um, so you know these these studies have happened. They've been put out there publicly that they've happened, which you know is mind boggling uh, to to me. But it goes to show that you know the, these are banks that have gone and done. It. I think it was a Bank of America. Um, so are the Bank of America moving the price of Bitcoin? You know they've done a, a you know. A, I guess a study on it to to see how much is required to to do it. So you know a regulated potential regulated entity, um, potentially moving the price of Bitcoin. You know, again, just a sign for me that regulations is not going to change the people in the space. It really starts with, and and evolves around, the level of punishment for the crime. And if the punishment doesn't fit the crime and doesn't put people off doing the crime, the crime will continue to happen. And I, I think that is just the world we live in at the moment. We, you know, we could ask the question, you know, if you could make five million, you know, dollars off of five trades from inside a trade-in, knowing you're only going to get 10 months, would you do it? I mean, the likelihood is the majority of people would say, Yeah, I'll do, I'll do 10 months. I know I'll get out in four. Like you know, particularly in the UK, for example, um, might be different in the in the US. But um, yeah, look, you know, you might not even get the, the the ten months. You might get off. Who knows? The prisons are full full in the UK. So it or is you might just those... get asked to pay back four million. And you can keep you can keep the other million because you paid back the other four. It's fine. Yeah, you just take a fine, <laughs> go down the bank road. Um, but yeah, look, I think this stuff is is absolutely nuts. I think it's crazy, and. Um, yeah, the world that we live in is is just seems to be very, very uh, corrupt, in in my opinion. So, yeah, um, I think we'll probably look to to wrap the the podcast yeah. up. I think um, you know a lot of the news is just really around the stuff that we've sort of been talking about and been very vocal about. You know, in the build up to to everything we're going to see sort of unfold around Gemini, Genesis, Grayscale, the SEC. Um, yeah, I think there's crazy stuff happening in the world when it comes to, you know, stopping internet providers allowing you know the the public living in a certain area to access crypto related websites and and stuff like that. This is just you know control to 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 a silly level, and I think the governments really do forget that they were put in power by the people. Uh, I think the people really need to to demonstrate, you know what is acceptable uh, and what is not acceptable and when something isn't acceptable you know the government need to know it's not um it, it's one of those it's a, it's a bit crazy yeah like obviously like we have covered a, a lot of news off here i want to bring us back right to the start of the podcast here where we were talking about the Vinkopost twins 
everything that's going on there between them and the DCG group. Please do give us some feedback on this. What is your sentiment? Where do you feel, or sorry, who do you feel is possibly helping the market here? Who is in the wrong? Who's potentially in the right? The Binkle Boss Twins, whatever, DCG group. Talk to us here. Let us, let us know your, your thoughts, your sentiment on the whole subject. As you can see, there's lots going on. The market is absolutely insane right now. Just let it breathe. Let's get the end of a lot of these structures. Go from there. If you guys are trading, you know, be safe in this space, guys. A nice tight stop loss. Make great gains. I'll catch you next time out. Yeah, awesome. I think that's great advice. I think I, I would echo that and, and just say, you know, remember to, to not treat exchanges like banks, self-custody your crypto. Uh, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you did, uh, light up that uh, like button, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already, tapping that bell, selecting all the notifications so you never miss a video and we'll catch you in the next one. Take care.